couple of uh, headlines I'm watching involve a couple of economic stories that seem to be colliding at the same time and will certainly impact all of us. And the, I guess most economic, economists would say that we are now in technical recession. We've got um, no growth, jobs shedding. And so this is what Tiff Macklem had hoped for. You know, he hoped that his 10 interest rates would bring this and well, he got it. And the news comes at the same time that the RBC is warning of this coming mortgage wave for about $900 billion worth of mortgages. And these mortgages are going to come up uh, to be, you know, redone for about 60% of Canadians. And so in the next three years, there's going to be millions of Canadians trying to get new mortgages that locked in when the mortgage rates were low, but when they come out could be paying as much as 50% higher monthly costs. So there's real concern of who will actually qualify to get remortgaged again. Not a small thing. Ian Lee, of course, associate professor with the Sprott School of Business over at Carleton University. Good to have you. Uh, yes. Uh, good morning, Alex. Okay, let's start with um, the first thing. So most, I guess, think we're in a technical recession. We still have one more quarter to go, see if we're not growing at all. And then uh, we are in a technical recession. So what would this yes. feel like versus, let's say, the 80s, which some of us remember very well, or maybe the 2008? Yep. Like, what, what would this look like? Um, I don't. Excellent question, Alex. Um, and to remind you, I was a mortgage manager throughout the 70s and early 80s when interest rates hit 20 and inflation hit 14. Um, this is not as bad as then. I know for those listening saying, you don't know what you're talking about. You are, you know, yes, it's very painful. I am not trivial. I have some friends who are coming up in March and they're going to be rolling up from 1.7 or 1.9 up to uh, five or six or seven. Yeah. And their mortgage payment is going to jump six or $800 a month. So let's be very clear. I'm not trivializing. And I'm not laughing at it. I think that this is this is this is really hurt, uh, painful, and it's going to kick people really, really hard. But to the larger um, suggestion or inference that some people are making, oh my God, we're going to have a housing meltdown and millions of people will be homeless. I simply say that this is specious nonsense. Yes, they're suffering, and there will be consequences, but it won't show up in the mortgage delinquency. Everybody, listen to this. In 1980, rates went from 10 to 20. Mm. The national reported by law mortgage delinquency in our country called Canada went from 0.5 to 1. That meant 99% continued to pay on time. How is that possible? People defaulted on their delinqu on their utility bills. People defaulted on their car loans. People defaulted on their everything but their mortgage because the last thing you will do in this country is say, I'm going to stop paying on my mortgage so I can live in a snowbank in January at minus 25. Right. So it causes, there's all kinds of consequences. I'm not trying to say there's no consequences. There are. Some people will put their house up. I had customers who came in and they said, I've got to sell my house because I can't afford the mortgage payment. So that's how you solve, quote, solve, end quote, the phrase delinquency. That's why the delinquency never went through the roof is because there's an underlying asset, which in this instance today has gone up about 50% since the beginning of the, of the pandemic. And so, again, I'm not trivializing it. This is very real. This is very serious. I have said repeatedly, and we, you and I have talked about it, we were, we, Canada, and our decision makers were extraordinarily irresponsible mm -hmm. in driving rates down to essentially zero 
that allowed mortgages to be lent at 1.5, 1.6, 1.7. And I said so at the time. This is terrible, terrible. And everyone was cheering. Isn't that wonderful? I can get a mortgage at 1.5. Yeah. Because I said no. Although Mr. Trudeau was telling us they'll never go up. He was wrong. He was wrong when he said it. He should never, ever have said that. We should and so never have Macklin, though, and, and, yeah, I mean, they it should... was irresponsible monetary policy, irresponsible fiscal policy, because they were not sustainable. The idea you can lend money below the inflation rate is just absolute idiocy on steroids. Sorry for being so blunt. We should never have driven them down that low. And now we're paying the price of all that stimulus into the system. We seduce people into buying, taking out mortgages at very low rates. And I knew the rates were going to go up because the inflation was going up and the rates were unsustainable. So now we're paying the price, unfortunately, all those people out there who are going to see their mortgages roll up from one and a half or two to five or six or seven. And I feel terrible for them. I feel badly for them. And we shouldn't have done it. But let's connect the dots and blame instead of the governor of the Bank of Canada today. Let's blame the governor of the Bank of Canada for driving the rates down to 0.25 back in 2020-2021. And right. blame Mr. Trudeau for putting in two-thirds of a trillion dollars of unnecessary, way too much stimulus that caused and let the genie, the inflation genie out of the bottle that forced the governor of the Bank of Canada to step up with interest rate increases. Yeah, right. And and, and so, look, they might come down, they may not, uh, but the bottom line is everyone's mortgage is going to be more expensive. And so then the question yes. is, do they need to change the stress test? Because what if you're one of these people who barely got your stress test last time yeah. and now you're going to a much more difficult lending you know, situation? I mean, obviously you want to be able to get your next place right. mortgage-free or as low mortgage as you can, but are they going to have to change the stress test? No. Uh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm glad you asked this because no journalist has asked me this. No one. And I just think it is beyond, again, I'll use that big word, irresponsible. Once you approve a customer, and I was a mortgage manager, I lent millions and millions and millions of dollars as mortgages throughout the 70s in Ottawa and Eastern Ontario. Believe me, I, I know mortgages inside out and backward, upside down and diagonal. Okay. My view is once you're approved and on the books, the idea that you will call in the mortgage, and I never did once, not once, not once did I ever say, well, you know, things are tough. You lost your job. So well, now I wish, I'm going really to tell you to pay me. off the mortgage. <laughs> I believe that it is irresponsible of OSFI, the government regulatory body, to even think or suggest that there should be a stress test on somebody who is already in the house with an approved mortgage. Once you're on the books, you're a customer, and it is the duty and responsibility of the regulators in the bank to acknowledge that and say, once they're there, they will struggle and figure out their way through. Maybe they'll take in a border in their basement, in their finished basement. Maybe mom and dad will help them out. Maybe they'll extend the amortization. There's many ways to slice and dice. But the idea that you're going to stress test it and say, oh, I'm sorry, you don't qualify anymore. Now get out of my house. That is, I believe, profoundly immoral if the OSFI goes down that road. It is irresponsible and unethical and immoral. Well, I mean, nothing would surprise me at this point, Ian, but I guess, look, I think if you're a tricky customer and you've got a kind of track record that you haven't been able to keep up with the Joneses and all the rest of it, you might get caught in that snare. But uh, maybe if you're one of those customers that just uh, you've been trying and you're able to kind of keep up, they can make arrangements for you. But uh Something's gonna. But, something's gonna have to. They should not be kicked out. But they should not be kicked out with a stress because of a stress test. Once they bought the house, yeah, right. And they're making the mortgage payment. I mean, it's even more offensive. Listen, yeah. you're making your mortgage payment because you're just 
you know, killing yourself. You got a part-time job, maybe two part-time jobs. You take it in a border. You're doing everything possible to pay your bills, but on paper you don't qualify anymore. So they're saying, OSFI is saying, no, out of here, get out of that house. That is, I just cannot explain to you how passionate I am about this, how this is so deeply irresponsible by OSFI. And I am not an anti-regulator. I believe in regulation, but I also believe that some of the OSFI people have never, they have never worked in a bank. They have never lent mortgages. They're in the ivory tower of the downtown Ottawa bubble. And they don't understand that how unbelievably irresponsible it is to say to somebody who's been there for five years, they got a mortgage five years ago and they don't qualify. They shouldn't be retested. You're already in the house. You own the house. You're making the mortgage payment. That is the stress test. The stress test is, are you making your payment? If you're not making your payment, then the bank will move on you to foreclose on you or you'll sell your house. But that is the stress test once you're in the house. I hope OSFI is monitoring the media and listening. Me too. And um, if anyone's really stressed out, then uh, that's the test they've got. And I think a lot of people are stressed out. Ian, we'll stay tuned to this, but uh, appreciate the uh, time always. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Alex. Ian Lee joining us. So that is something to uh, watch. No question about it. A lot of people are very, very, very stressed about this.